0: Hey, you're listening to it in black and white, y'all.
1: So my name is Lenny Escobar. Uh, I'm the black guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah who I'm, are you? I'm, I'm Cody Moulton. So the other guy doing the show. I'm the white guy. Uh, There's no guessing that he loves us. At least for me, completely.
0: This is the first thing missionaries teach. The only thing that might come before this is nothing. <laughs> 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 I was trying to think, but like, even if cultures. Ah, were... hey, welcome to the in black and white show. There, uh, where we just try to have natural conversations about life and the gospel of Jesus Christ. My name is uh, Cody Moten, and I'm joined here by the Len- Leonardo de Carmelo Escobar. There.
1: Hello there. Hello. Hey, good. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Are you a yodeler? I got, um, I got yodel vibes.
1: Well, no, I was thinking about uh, you know the guy that uh, is on Frozen, the 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 guy who's in the frozen Arctic. I forget what is what he sells, but he's like, mm-hmm. yeah, he's like, oh,
0: oh, yes, in that little, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, the little shack. He's like, hello, that's very good. He, he's like, hello, <laughs> hey, hello. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, what was, that's what I was we, going for.
0: We just rewatched that.
1: Oh, Frozen Two? Or Frozen One I mean?
0: Well, Frozen One with Finley, and then we watched Frozen Two like a week later.
1: With Finley? Did she like it?
0: Oh yeah, she loved it. Oh. Good. I uh what do you what do you like better? Frozen one or frozen two?
1: Frozen one, obviously. Why is that? I don't know.
0: Okay, well that sounds <laughs> like, uh...
1: <laughs> like a that's obvious, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I like that. I think I like the second one better. I don't know if it's just because the first one got uh, over commercialized with that song. Great song. But, uh, man, I hated it after. Yeah. You know, just because it got way overplayed.
1: Yeah, maybe that's, maybe that's right. I think maybe I didn't like the second one as much as because I really felt like they just. Like, you could. Maybe it's just me being a musician, but you can tell that they wrote Into the Unknown to sell. Like it's not it wasn't it just felt really forced that song, and maybe that's just the one that I I just like hold on to. It's just
0: You know, I I'll be honest with you, I feel like it was the opposite. Really? I feel like Let It Go is way catchier and way more built to be like a sing along song that people could grab onto. And Into the Unknown was like Yeah, we want to do that, but we also want to incorporate this uh, little vocal melody throughout the entire show of like you know the the uh, the forest (laughs) (laughs) exactly like the forest calling to him. And uh, anyway,
1: oh well, Um, maybe I
0: I... I like that song way better than Let It Go. I... I feel like it was more structurally interesting and less meant to be a catchy tune.
1: Yeah, I can see that. I can to- I can totally get behind your reasoning. I still think I like the first one better, just because I think it was it's just a fresh take. Like for me, it was like a fresh take on the whole, you know, love story. You know, it had a really catchy. Yeah. Also, it had a really catchy. Um, you know, and I think maybe you're right. Maybe that's the reason. I I think I don't really love the music to Frozen in general, but I think maybe I. And and I think I like the music to Frozen Two a little bit better. I just felt like when I just felt like that there was like there's always a song that's like the 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 song of the movie, and I don't really love that that is like a, a thing that's happening in Disney movies now. Like there was yeah, other yeah. there's like other songs that were like maybe the main theme of it, but it's like they right. weren't they weren't written it didn't feel like they were written to be the song of the movie. You know, right. and, and I like, think
0: trying to hit that uh that bar that was set now because of frozen
1: yeah i mean the one i think about the most is like uh um is uh, moana so i think moana is one of my favorite musical like not my favorite disney movie by by far but the music in it is by far my favorite and i think it's because yeah, it doesn't good. F- it doesn't feel like th- there is there is authenticity in that music to me like personally I feel like it's authentic. and um,
0: They're all so unique, too.
1: Yeah. I think that's the reason. Maybe Moana has made me more spoiled when it comes to that because um, that's what I expect now. So, I don't know. I think maybe that's... Maybe also I'm just not a fan of Frozen in general just because I think that whole thing is overdone. Like the whole... The whole hype around it is just too overhyped. Yeah, yeah, so, I'm with you there. Yeah, so anyways, I, I, I'm yeah. sorry. I don't mean to make it about Frozen today but yeah. and how well, much I really, dislike it. What? Yeah.
0: Jeez Louise, uh, everyone you should have listened to us talk about Endgame. Yeah. <laughs> Endgame was... came out like a year and three months ago.
1: <laughs> and I don't think we ever got to around to it, actually.
0: So I don't know why we just spent 20 minutes talking about it before we recorded. But at any <laughs> rate, thanks for joining us on today's show.
1: Oh, yeah, man. Uh, we forgot to do that.
0: I'm well. Leonard, how I'm, you doing?
1: I'm well too. Good.
0: Yeah. You're a well. I'm a well. Here a well. There a well. Everywhere a well. Well.
1: Oh, McDonald had a farm.
0: That's in my head because Finley's <laughs> favorite book right now, unfortunately.
1: It's Old like McDonald?
0: Yeah, she always grabs it. And, farm? Farm, <laughs> farm, 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 farm. McDonald, McMonnet Like, all right, all right. we'll 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 sing it. We'll sing it because I love you. Any anyway, rate. um... Thanks for joining us, everyone. Um, it's it's Random Word Generator Week, and uh, before we get into that, of course, we got some other stuff. But we are excited to jump back into the Random Word Generator stuff. Uh, we feel like that's uh, been a a favorite, honestly. Yeah, absolutely. Not, not just of us, but listeners. So yeah, we hope you dig. We um,
1: we hope you dig, dog.
0: Yeah, hope you dig, dog. <laughs> and uh, before you start. Digging dog, let's get into some Would You Rather.
1: Mm -mm. Would you rather? rather? All right, Cody, would you rather be the first person to explore a planet or be the inventor of a drug that cures a deadly disease?
0: (sighs) Have we done this before? I don't think so. Maybe I just read this before. This is this is a a, a stroguggle a for me.
1: I know. Um, I know. I know.
0: The explorer of a new planet. Do I get to pick the planet?
1: Well, I mean, yeah, kind of cuz then you like if they're going to say, "Hey, we're going to explore this planet." You can say, "Yeah, I'll go." So, that's this I guess th-
0: like, th- that's how you yeah. have
1: the you have the choice that way. I mean, you don't get to like, "Hey guys, I think we want to explore this one." No, you don't get that choice. You just get
0: the, Oh, okay clearly yeah i no. i yeah cl- obviously <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't, here's here's my struggle because you know going to mars yeah that'd be kind of cool except for the five years it takes to get there and then when you're there you're like this is pretty pretty sick and then like three days later you're like well i'm pretty sure i've seen it all <laughs> just yeah, kidding maybe. there's more to mars but yeah
1: there's the ice caps You forgot about those
0: earth is so diverse you know, if if I, we got to visit another planet that had water and life on it, I'd probably be terrified. So I'm going to go ahead with the, uh, <laughs> go ahead with cure something. We'll do the world some good.
1: Hey, there you go. Um, yeah. I think I'm, I'm going to take the first person to explore planet. And I think it's okay. because I've all, when I was a little kid growing all the way up until my freshman year or my sophomore year of high school, I wanted to be an astronaut. And I think that that would have been, a, that's like the fantasy still is to be an astronaut. Yeah. Uh, So I would definitely take that first person to explore planet. Did you hear that they they are they discovered or or in the process of discovering something to this effect that there are that there is like in a in a star system a in a in a galaxy a little farther away from us there is a planet far far away. Yeah, I was I was trying not to say that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) There's a planet or a star that is really close to the composition of our star has four planet or it has four planets um surrounding it and one of them is has has the potential to be earth-like
0: yeah, it's in the habitable zone or whatever yeah it's
1: in the habitable zone so it's uh or like is that the was that the right word but whatever you know yeah. what I'm talking about yeah, yeah so yeah, yeah. that's the that is actually pretty, very very interesting to me that 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 actually might be that there is a planet that could be and is actually most likely earth-like that they have yeah. the the potential to develop life so that, that is, stuff is crazy man I know man that's that's like that is the stuff of fodder of my fantasies when I thought about being an astronaut was like just Dude. to discover life outside of our world that was like why oh, I myth, wanted yeah. to yeah. space
0: blows my mind like uh, the stuff we learn like learning about black holes and, and the size and the mass of Dude. different yeah it, it it blows my mind what is out there. That's no. wh-
1: that's why Interstellar is my favorite movie. I think it's still. Is it? It,
0: I was it, just going to ask you, what's your favorite space movie? Oh, Interstellar.
1: Um. Yeah, Interstellar is because it, it to me it feels like it's the most plausible situation, just in general. Like, yeah, there are some things the technology is a little ahead of where we are right now, just as as to lend itself to the storytelling. And there is a fictional uh, plague that could happen. Not likely to happen here on Earth, though. Like, it's not really that likely that um, our crops are just going to be infected by this. Right, right. But, but I mean, it could happen, and it's it could happen, and there's a there's a possibility. But I think it's unlikely. So, but, but the space stuff, right? yeah, that, all that's, all the yeah. all the space stuff. I mean, they brought in some real experts, and actually, because of the movie and the technology they had to develop. Um, the movie CGI effects and everything—they actually had a, they got a better understanding. The scientific community had a better understanding of black holes because of that movie. Well, oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's so cool, man. Yeah, oh, that's a,
0: that that is a phenomenal movie. Plus, the that's...
1: score is just, oh it, yeah, it just trans. Like, I think it's it's, um, oh man, the, the the score. I have like a lot of mixed feelings about the score, but just in a, at its heart. It's one of the most. It's the one of the greatest musical inventions I've heard in my life. Dude, I'm
0: I'm getting goosebumps right now, thinking about the most powerful moment in that movie. To me, is when he has to leave his farm, and his oh. kids are kind of being.
1: Or is, does he have two kids?
0: You got two. Yeah, he's right? got two kids. Yeah, one of them yeah, is son and daughter, older and daughter. And, and the son's kind of being a butt. I think I can't remember.
1: No, it's the daughter that's being a butt. She's the one or that. Ref- me in yeah, she's the one that refuses to see him when he leaves.
0: Yeah. yeah, well, he gets in the truck and he's driving away. He's like crying, but the music is just so like grating. Yeah, and it's loud and it drowns everything else. And then suddenly,
1: he's in know, space. He,
0: he's he's suiting up and he's about to take off.
1: Yeah,
0: it's like uh, the transition. Man, was was phenomenal. I'm like the. I I feel the emotion now thinking about it because yeah. that's that's not something I would sit there and be like yeah I'm gonna pull up the Interstellar score on Spotify and I'm gonna jam to that stressful, emotionally bearing, you know
1: oh I, I I definitely jam to it but I definitely I, I'm 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 all into it
0: yeah yeah it's it's really well done that's, yeah. that's, good. that's good anyway stuff. yeah we want to get too sidetracked we could spend a whole episode on Interstellar oh, emotion, I know man right? man we should we just... spend.
1: We should start a, a, a podcast just talking about pop culture.
0: <laughs> yeah, except for I don't know Jack Squad about pop culture. Yeah, for...
1: Lord of the Rings, uh, Marvel, yeah. Star Wars.
0: Okay, we know a little bit about <laughs> pop culture. <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, let's get uh, black to blizzness. Gosh
1: dang it! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got it too. You you're making fun of Look me for what doing you that? Did.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well. You know what I think about that?
1: What's up? Black to business. To business.
0: That's what I think about that. All right. All right. Um, I started typing random word generator into Google, and I, I R A N, I get the website. It finishes autofills. It's great. But I go ahead and put the D in. And suddenly it's like, nah, you don't want random (laughs) word. I hit enter and I'm good somewhere else. Come on,
1: that's funny.
0: Um, all right, guys, we're gonna what we do as we've explained: random word generator website. We just generate a random word, whatever it is. First one we get, we gotta have a whole episode conversation about that word and how it ties into life and the gospel of Jesus Christ. All right, that's Mm. that's that's the challenge here. Yep. yeah. And right now, there's a little heart next to the word. It says, "Click to save this word, just in case you couldn't remember it." Uh, <laughs> you can save words now.
1: All right, they're really upgrading their website.
0: All right, here we go. The word is guess. Guess. Yeah, guess.
1: Like guess what?
0: Yeah, guess. guess. Yeah, guess what the word is? Hmm. I guess. I guess it's guess. Ooh, now I'm starting to think about the word guess, and it does not sound like a real word.
1: <laughs> yeah, you just say like, guess, guess, guess. Yeah. It's like guess, Gus.
0: All right, Lenny what's what's the first what are some of the first thoughts you have when you think of the word guess?
1: Well, first off, it's Gus because it sounds I really like guess. Yeah. All and right. then and then guess and I just said it three times guess 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 and now it just sounds weird you know like guess. Yeah guess well,
0: that's bro it's gonna be a short episode everyone it's just a weird <laughs> word go ahead and move on to uh, <laughs> questions
1: uh, no, 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 no no no
0: no 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 yeah
1: hey cody guess what i'm guess what i'm gonna say right now
0: all right you're gonna say hey i'm an idiot
1: <laughs> no really close though you're an idiot
0: <laughs> just kidding
1: actually um actually the the thing first thing that came to my mind when when i said the word when you said the word guess was um like there is no guessing where you're gonna go after this life uh because of of the knowledge that i should say there's no guessing for me about where i'm gonna go after this life because of the knowledge i have from the gospel that's like what the like some of the first thoughts that, that uh popped up into my mind
0: yeah so you don't you you, you aren't uh, uh weighed down with a concern about the afterlife and what that looks like a little bit for you. No, what you're saying? Yeah,
1: yeah, basically it's it's like I I have I have an idea of where I'm like gotcha. actually not even a, an idea. I have a, a very clear picture of where I'm going to go or especially where I want to go after this life. And and the, yeah. there's the guesswork is gone about how to get there. Maybe that's what more more what I'm what I'm thinking. Right.
0: You know, that is an interesting thing that maybe uh I take for granted and uh maybe a lot of us do mm. uh with the uh teachings of the gospel of Jesus Christ is um well, at least in the church, I think. Is no I, I I'm not worried about it either. Um as far as I don't I don't worry about death mm. as far as what the next life holds or if it exists or anything like that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um so I'm 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 with you there. I did have an interesting conversation with my buddy right before the podcast today about some of this kind of stuff.
1: Ah, I love it. Take us mm-hmm. there, Cody.
0: And uh let me take y'all down to this conversation. I'll
1: take you down to the river.
0: Nick, take me down to the river. um anyway we're talking about uh so we, we've we had some events close to home it's probably been three weeks now among my friend group with some hard to digest info i'm not going to get into details or anything but hard to digest experience hit a little close to home um and all of us had concerns i would say we've all thought about the next life and how it affects uh different people in this situation and just being concerned about people's, uh, salvation, you know? And, uh, you know, I was talking to my buddy about this and, and he's like, tell me that he's done lots of research, uh, looking up doctrines and scriptures and stuff about, uh, to get more information about the more details on the afterlife. And he's mentioned you know, he's a little frustrated sometimes cause he didn't get a lot. Um, at least regarding this situation, and we we had a great conversation about you know I mean there's there's a lot we do know and a lot we don't and there's reasons for that and we don't know them and it's not satisfying to always walk away and not have the answers you want but um for me coming away and knowing that uh knowing that we have a God who loves us and that I know that. That, to me, answers the questions that uh, doctrine can't or that uh, details can't, you know? I don't know how afterlife's going to work for a lot of people, wherever their faith may be or whatever things they've been a part of or whatever their past, you know, whatever they've done in their past. I don't know. And uh, and it's, maybe it's none of my business to know um, it's really Christ's judgment, and, and God's going to handle that. But I know He loves us, and He's going to do what's best for us in the end. Whatever, so you know, I, 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 I could guess if we're going to bring that word back in. Uh, I could guess, um, but I think God would probably discourage um, focusing on guessing uh, the outcomes in the afterlife with with anyone besides ourselves. You know, I I I think uh as I as I ponder this now, I think he'd be more concerned about uh focus on our path and uh, his path with his other children is his business. We we do our part to help serve and love and guide them. But uh he's going to handle it and and he's going to do it out of love.
1: I think the the thing that I think it sticks out to me about what you're saying is that there's, there is no, at least for me, there's no guessing again with a word that heavenly father loves us, loves me, loves um, my family and my family's family and friends and basically all of his children. I think there's a real, a great amount of, of comfort and security that comes with that. Because I think if uh, there's a reason why, Uh, I remember on our our missions, uh, one of the first things we taught about was that we are Heavenly Father's children, and that He loves us. Right. Like, that's one of, that's like the, that's like the, the, the foundation, the foundational doctrine. One of the foundational doctrines is that He loves us completely. Isn't that the
0: first, it's like the very first section in the my
1: Yeah, preach my gospel. At least the version that we were using, yes, absolutely. Yeah,
0: like not the chapter, like the, the first section of yeah. the first chapter. Yeah, right? exactly. I'll look it up. I'll keep, yeah,
1: yeah. And, and I think that that, that is there's is a great amount. I, I think that's where all doctrines, principles, truths e- evolve from. Like that's where they come from is the fact that he loves us as his children. Um, he loves us unconditionally. And I think that, so, okay, so here's the... I think, um, and this might be bringing up a whole count of, of worms, but I want to say it in this way: He loves all of his children. He doesn't necessarily trust all of his children equally, but he yeah. loves them all equally. And it's and, and it's an, an incredible, infinite amount of love. And and I think that's that's where all the the, I think sometimes we get we get trust and love mixed up sometimes. Yes. Yes. Um and.
0: Which. We, we, which I feel like we we should understand pretty clearly. We we had a, I remember going to a, an institute class with my buddy Jordan, as opposed to Jordan. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Accent on the end of the name Jordan. Jordan. Yeah, I made that up, but anyway, uh, really great class. We had a conversation about love, and and trust, and somebody took a lot of issue with that. They they didn't believe that. That God could love us as much as He does if He didn't trust us, and uh, there were some arguments in class. It's actually pretty. Uh, there were some some opinions uh, going around, and uh, anyway, ultimately it was a good conversation, and I'm glad it happened. But uh, I always always think of, you know, if we've ever had a pet or we've ever had. Uh, had to babysit or you've had a, a, a sibling or you've had a, a, a friend maybe that might struggle with something or a kid mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. we we grow really attached in our relationships we really love people but we know there's things we can't always trust
1: each other with like
0: I can't trust Lenny to say a coherent sentence on this <laughs> podcast
1: <laughs> <laughs> I like that this is all really nice and like I and just have to throw me in there for a second
0: <laughs> yeah no, but stuff like, you know, I, I I love my daughter a lot and we're in the middle of potty training. I can't trust she's going to tell me she's pooping until she's literally pooping. Like, pooping. <laughs> and I don't want to get graphic, but the, the point is, like, I love her to death, but she's not mature enough and she's not in a position that I trust her. Now, I do trust her with other things. We trust her to feed herself now. We wouldn't. We didn't trust her six months ago to feed herself. You know. Ah, we did six months ago. But anyway, we, yeah, we uh, get it. <laughs> at a past time, right? We didn't. And as part of growing spiritually and physically, you your capabilities grow, and the trust you can be given grows too. Right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The love is there regardless. Yeah. Well, for God.
1: Yes, for God. For, absolutely I th- for God, yeah.
0: I, I think humans, it's not It's not so cut and dry. We, we struggle with that because people can really hurt us sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so, and not to say that we should... Anyway, we, we know that we can still love people and not trust them.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think that the, there's a key phrase that you're talking about, especially specifically when we're talking about God's love, is the fact that... Um, he is omnipotent right he knows everything he knows the beginning from the end so as we grow as we become more mature spiritually and physically and whatever and whatever he's going to trust us more and and of course as we listen to him as we you know keep the commandments try to become more like his son and him uh you know, listen to his promptings. I think especially listening to his promptings, um, he'll trust us more as we grow and mature. Now it doesn't mean that if we don't listen, it doesn't mean that we are like he's gonna love us less. It just means that he's gonna give us less because we're not ready to have more responsibility. Which is what right. that is, which is really what that is, is like He's, he's trusting us with more responsibility. It's it's like you know I think seeing as your daughter Finley didn't know how to te- to feed herself a year or whatever however ago, but she's developing skills to be able to do that. And now you trust her to do that. If you trust her to be able to feed herself. That's why you give her food in front of her and she eats it, you know, to to sustain herself, right? But you know, right now she's not ready for you to to give her the complete trust over her bathroom routine. Because she's not right. mature enough to do that yet. And I think it's the same thing with Heavenly Father. He's not mature. Like, we're not mature enough to, for us, for him to give us full, maybe full control of of how to help somebody um, learn about him. Right. You know, like, some just because maybe we don't have, we're not really at a point at this point to, like, whatever testimony or whatever to actually share something with somebody um, that will help them. Although he will, but that, it's kind of like, that's a very situation to situation. Maybe we're not ready to help this person, but we're ready to help this person. Or we're ready to understand this doctrine, but we're not ready to understand this doctrine because of whatever. You know, and and I think that that's, that's why, now just going back to this, this principle, the very beginning. Like, I think all of it has to do with love. He, he, like, it's. There's using that word again. There's no guessing that he loves us. At least for me, completely, and and I know that it's a truth. I know that that's a truth that he loves us unconditionally, without reserve, and he will do anything to help us. Anything, yeah, and everything.
0: I I think I would would add here is is I know there are people who don't people in the church people who have uh, testimonies or at least had testimonies um who who struggle to know they do guess that god loves them sometimes mm-hmm. and uh you know for for those people i want to be conscientious of them and uh maybe we're there yeah that's uh, that's or, good that's or good or that that struggle cuz it's a real it's a real thing that uh you know there can be blocks whether it's our own actions or our past sins or maybe it's our mental health maybe it's yeah an abusive relationship we're in, or something is make is blocking that uh, that connection. But I I don't want that to take away from what what you're saying. I mean, there's a reason. As we said earlier, this is the first thing missionaries teach. The only thing that might come before this is nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was trying to think, but like even in cultures where they don't. Have the same kind of understanding of who God is, right? Because mm-hmm. it's different for us. We're going out and we served in Pennsylvania. People understood Christianity and they and they had this uh, idea of of God, at least from a Western point of view. Mm-hmm. If you went somewhere where that was foreign, it's a completely different point of view. Then you still start with God. Who is God? And. People, That's what everything's got to come back to for our testimonies. It's always got to come back to who is God, what's our relationship to Him, and why does it matter.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Love, it, um, love it, love it, love if, it. If, if we're struggling with testimony of something, if we're struggling with uh, with with all the voices in the world and trying to make sense of certain things, or struggling with certain doctrines or whatever, come back to that base, I would say. Um, and... Connect with God, understand who God is, and um, you can move forward with that assurance that you know I've got God on my side, I know he's my father, I know he loves me, he's going to arm me with the information I need going forward. I can now I can use the spirit with that with that trust in him.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I can use the spirit to learn what I need to in this situation and move forward.
1: I like I, I like that uh, there's this. I think that there's like an interesting there's like this interesting relationship as uh, as we trust God more, He trusts us more with stuff. Oh yeah, because I think it's it's more it's it's you know and I think that that might be a little like hard to stomach sometimes you know like this quote unquote invisible forces you have to trust them first and then. You know, and I, I think that um, really, really what it comes down to is just that, like, as, as you, as you like, that's what this is, what this is about, is about faith. Faith is believing in something that you don't see, even, uh, even that is true, right? So even though you can't maybe see physically right now who God is, and maybe you can't physically touch and feel his love, but you can. Uh, what, what, he, what he's asking you to do is, is try to feel it spiritually, to connect with him on, a, on the deepest level that you can. You know, I think like that's really what what he what, what he's asking is that we're trying to transcend all of that stuff, like deeper than our our physical and our emotional and mental self is our spiritual self, and he's trying to connect with that. We like he wants us to connect with him right. with that way. And then everything else, then everything else goes outward from there. You know, it goes upward from there. Then you'll connect with him mentally and physically, you know, ultimately, you know, being in his physical presence again. And oh, I think yeah, yeah. and I think that there's a, there's a, there's the faith aspect to that. You have to, you know, trust him that that will happen and then he will trust you. Um, and it's actually not even then he will trust you. It's more than, then you are, then you realize that he's trusting you. I think that that's actually more, um more um, true.
0: I I like looking at it two ways, too. I, I haven't really thought about that Yeah. in this situation. But I think what you said about, you know, he's going to trust us progressively with more stuff. Right. A, as we prove that we're uh, listening to him, or that we're being responsible, right? Yeah. Now, the same goes uh, vice versa as far as, when we trust god with something what we we're giving him something right yeah yeah absolutely uh, what are we giving him we're giving him um we're giving him a chance we're giving him our faith maybe we're giving him our love mm. but we are giving him something that we trust him with yeah if he if he says hey i want you to go talk to this person on the street about about jesus we have to give him uh, our our faith or something, you know that, that it's a two way trust relationship. It's not a it's not a one way highway. It's a, it's you know, yeah, a two way highway.
1: It's life is a highway.
0: Yeah, and I I want to ride it all night long.
1: That's true, and I think that, I mean <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to I was trying to move okay. on from that real quick, but I couldn't. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um uh, I have a question for you, Cody. Yeah. Yeah. So.
0: so let me s- just let it s- just sling it over here, Slugger.
1: Yeah, I'll sling it over there, Sport.
0: All right, Champ. Um, <laughs>
1: yes, yeah, sporty. Dang it.
0: Okay, squirt.
1: Squirt. <laughs> that's what I was going for. It's um, sporty.
0: <laughs> All right, football. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Playing.
1: All right. Lacrosse. So. <laughs> the question I have for you is, um, what, let's talk about your life. Maybe in these last couple of days, maybe these last couple of weeks, um, in your job, in your, in your home life or whatever, or, or just maybe just in, maybe even referring back to our, our even previous podcast, but just anything, anything they say, what would you say, um, that you, that you had an assurance that like so a lack of a guess I think is I'm going to phrase it that way a lack of a guess that um that what what, what am I asking okay I guess what I'm asking is is uh, tell us about some time in these past few weeks that you have had some assurance of something that's real from God just during the life during your life just randomly
0: okay 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 during my life or during the past two weeks
1: sorry in the past two weeks
0: okay all right um hmm i've had a lot of interesting in, in intuitions intuitions is that the right word
1: yeah feelings
0: teachings teachings Teaching. from from there's a lot of voices right now in the world mm-hmm. um especially with the you know our conversation last week about mm-hmm. uh unrest and uproar in america right now yeah absolutely um concerning uh racial prejudices and whatnot yeah um there's a lot of voices and uh i think and we talked about there being teams and 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 there's this amount of disunity i i've been trying to listen to the voices that speak with 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 love and trying to make sense of more perspectives, and I feel like God has helped me to do that. I'm not perfect by any means uh, with understanding people's perspectives, but um, I I have changed some of my uh, my my views on things. I think with with His help, at looking with more um, logic in some cases, more compassion in other cases, and not getting too caught up in one of those one of those lanes. Yeah. Um, One of the most recent things, um, and this ties into guessing too, and I don't want to get into details here uh, for obvious reasons, but uh, anyway, there was a conversation that happened over the social medias between me and a few people. And um, I was kind of caught in a weird spot. Uh, feeling like somebody was trying to to enact their own form of of justice um, on someone else whom they didn't agree with their opinion, uh, which is fine we don't have to agree with each other's opinions to be able to coexist, but they were trying to uh, hold someone accountable and you know me and my buddy were were dragged into this a little bit, and we weren't comfortable with how it was handled because it seemed a little um, it just seemed a little aggressive. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to get into details again, but in that moment, I feel like I learned about um, the I learned about the Savior's approach to differing perspectives or people who might say something that we think is despicable, and maybe it is. Uh, maybe we don't have context for why someone said something, and maybe we don't understand their worldview, and maybe we're guessing it too much. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, the point is, I, I thought of the story of um, the woman taken in adultery. Mm-hmm. You got a group of men who throw this lady down and say, hey, she did a bad thing. So what do you think of that, huh? And, and it sounds like there was a crowd there. Maybe there wasn't a crowd there. I don't know. But I'm sure that uh, he was teaching, right? Jesus was teaching people. Mm-hmm. And this happened in the middle of a, something he was trying to, like a sermon or a little, a little a casual lesson. and and I just thought to myself, you know what? Um, Jesus in a situation like this would, would, uh, would ask that we, um, we not worry about throwing other people under the bus or guessing at their intentions or, you know, judging them. Ultimately is what I was getting at. And, uh, I'll. I, I. That's something I learned in that moment. I. I didn't. I, I. I've. I know that story, but having this additional context to apply it in, was enlightening. It was something I think God is, was was using to 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 teach me something with all these voices going on right now, and it was a valuable principle I could ingest and and start to make a part of my my character. So. Yeah. Anyway, that that's a long story. And no. hopefully not too vague. Does that no. connect
1: Absolutely. What's that? Absolutely. I think that there is like, I think that any whispering from the, 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 from the spirit is an assurance that Heavenly Father does love you, that there's no, and especially like, as you're trying to figure out how to handle the situation, you know, you're guessing on S S and essentially you're guessing on how to handle the situation. And Heavenly Father said, this is, this is what I want you to think about. And then it kind of removed that guess from it and it gave you some perspective on, on how to maybe yeah. handle it in the future.
0: I like how you worded that, too. He, he's I want you to think about this. I, I don't know if God was like, I want you to say this. I don't yeah. know if he was he was telling me to – these are his children I'm communicating with. He, yeah. he loves them, and he's with them and helping them, too. So I don't think he's trying to, like, pick sides and help people go back and forth. Ultimately, he's pulling the strings. I think he's saying, hey, here's a principle – do with it what you will but you're going to learn something new in this context yeah um, and anyway that was it was good it was enlightening I, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I was grateful for it what about you Lenny last, last two weeks or so yeah um,
1: I think it's it, it's um
0: visions and revelations
1: <laughs> yes <laughs> um, I think it was there have been so over the past I think especially uh, last week uh, I, I was... um I was... And maybe it was maybe a little bit apparent in my in, in our last episode, but I was... I was upset for the most of last week. You know, just because... You know, as I said in the podcast before, these are my people who are being brutalized by a force that we... that we're trusting, that we trusted. And, you know, still do to an extent trust to, to uphold the peace and, you know, all that. You know, like, I don't want to get too right. much into that, right? So I was upset um angry sad you know just i just had lots of trouble concentrating last week um right. uh, lots of lots of trouble sleeping um and during that time i just i forgot in in this in this in these moments i forgot to pray you know like you know that 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 um him you know did you think to pray yeah, you know like that yeah, yeah exactly and, and I and I have to admit I, I just that was like the last thing and it was actually on on the Sabbath here just yesterday uh, as, as we were uh, taking the sacrament um, and actually it, the reason it came is because I actually I don't know what prompted it I think actually I know what prompted it um, I was playing I started playing piano. And my wife makes she she she's very cute, and she makes these like she can see like we were I don't, I'm sorry, we were talking about journaling. We were talking about start ju- thinking
0: about your wife. You got yeah. distracted.
1: <laughs> we were talking about journaling in some shape or form. I know we, it was like this cute little thing where we were we were literally sitting in our bed and we were just texting each other. I thought, I, I really like that. For some reason, it was just you know we just had this whole conversation just laying next to each other just texting. And we were talking about we were talking about journaling, and I was like, you know, I have mixed feelings about journaling just because, you know, and I can get into hold. I'll get into that later. But basically, we we're just having a conversation about journaling, and I was and she, I was just asking her about it because she journals quite a bit, and uh, I was just asking her what she does and and how she reconciles some things that she journals about, and and then I was like, you know, I think. Um. She said that you know you're like I said i i'm gonna start journaling actually and she's like I think you already do you like you have your own form of journaling and that is just by playing like i I think um playing music and and most most notably is is playing piano just like playing improving noodling on the piano yeah. so there' was one it was on yesterday I was just I guess maybe just maybe a little worked up for whatever reason. I just sat down and I started playing and I just I think I played for about 35 minutes just straight just playing and, and I think after I after I was playing I was playing hymns along with other things that I was that I was making up and creating my own arrangements for hy- like just doing that kind of stuff and then um I think after that I just like went upstairs and I said a prayer and it was a short very powerful prayer to me and I felt I felt father. I felt him there. And then I felt just like this calm, this peace just come over me. Uh, Just about all the things that I had been experiencing, feeling, thinking about. And uh, then I was able, like, it just has just kind of permeated the way that I'm approaching. Because I feel, I feel it. I feel him just gently, gently coddling my heart. I mean, even right now just gently ever so faintly you know just making sure that I, i'm okay because it was just, it was just a kind of a real racking experience a har- harrowing experience if you will uh mm-hmm. this last week and i think that that was that was where where I think i feel this assurance that heavenly father knows you know first off i got i got I, and i and i feel like I can share this i feel like i got two assurances number one is that heavenly father loves me and he knows what i'm going through and that he's gonna be there specifically for me as I work through these feelings that I am work that I that I have. Like I'm not saying that they're they're done. They're obviously still there. But what's happening uh, right. is that is that there's Heavenly Father's influence there helping me sort through them, um, take action on them, you know, whatever that what that whatever that means you know, maybe action in my own heart or action in person to do something that I feel is important and that he is endorsing for me to do. And then the second thing is, is that he loves all of his children. And especially here in our country, his children are hurting. And there's a specific group of people, a specific group of his children that are hurting more than the others. And he is attending to them right now. And I got that assurance that he loves all of his children. And he's attending to all of the people who are, who are hurt, you know, but there's a group of people that may be hurting a little bit more. But then again, I don't know that. All I know is that's what I think. But what he what I do know is that he's attending to all of his children who are hurting. And I think that right. was that was really powerful for me to hear because it was like um, it's not just me it's not just me who's in this It's there's a lot of there's more of them more of us right. who are in this and what it did was give me a lot more compassion like it kind of silenced the anger in my heart and replaced it with compassion for the people that that don't understand that aren't that aren't to the thought you know like that that just don't understand there's a there's a phrase that uh Logan Davis used to say all the time that has become my mantra, just as I think about it every time He's, I think that's the one that's like the one of the main things I took from him as a companion is he just said, it's a lack of understanding. People act this way because it is a, they lack this way because they have a lack of understanding. and right. I think that that doesn't and I want to be clear about it. It doesn't justify how they act if they're wrong or right. What it does though, allow me to understand them and then or have
0: compassion on yeah
1: understand and have compassion and it's through that that will build bridges and heal wounds now Mm. one of the things that also i was i was taught is that christ was kind and compassionate and and gentle but he was firm in the convictions of his father and he did not waver on those convictions and i think that that is something that i i feel is that i can have kind i can be kind and compassionate but i also can be firm in my ideals for a better world and i can work toward that with love and mercy in my heart rather than than blood right, and rage right, and i think right. that that's more that's more powerful than anything else and uh so that's like so it's I, I, yeah Go
0: ahead. I don't want to cut you off. I don't know if your story's still going. I no, know. no, no,
1: no. Go ahead. That's pretty much it.
0: Okay. I, I was just gonna say I I, I had a similar uh, mantra. Uh, well, it's not a similar mantra, but a similar oh, experience I'm, as far as. I'm sorry. What? Did
1: you, were you companions with Logan Davis? I didn't realize no. that.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize that you were uh, on a mission at all. Actually, just judging <laughs> yeah, by you,
1: I'm on a mission to shut you up. <laughs> Shut your mouth. <laughs> um, Sorry. Go ahead.
0: No, just uh, in my uh, conversations, I I had recently uh, the, the the phrase for in the business of changing minds instead of hardening hearts, we need to act with love and compassion. If if we're mad, if we're in and, and and that's. Understandable and it's justifiable in a lot of ways but the the point is um, if we want to help share our our worldview or our different perspective and we want people to connect with it that have a different world view um we got to come from a place of love, otherwise we're going to harden hearts we're going to push people away mm. and um I just think there's that was that was a thought i had here and 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 it's amazing to me with all the voices and all the passion and all the everything going on right now it's like we're in the middle of a hurricane hmm. of of ideas of voices of it's it's kind of chaotic yeah and and with your experience what stuck out to me is god can come to you in the middle of a hurricane and he can make you feel like you're not in the middle of a hurricane yeah. It. Yeah. And it's not because you're in the eye of the storm or anything. It's your little bubble. He can make you feel peace in that bubble. Mm-hmm. You don't have to wait for the eye of the storm to roll back. You don't just get one chance at this peace. Uh he he can bring it uh repeatedly. And anyway, I, I think that yep. we maybe we we don't understand how powerful that is until yeah. we see how uh yeah it manifests in like your situation. It's a, it's a cool story.
1: So. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Now, now um, I want, I want to say just one thing because I, I don't want to downplay the like just, just hearkening back to what we talked about last week too. I just don't want to downplay the voice that people have and, and maybe how they're feeling, you know, I, as in like why they feel and why they're angry and you know, why they're protesting. And I think that, if that's what you feel you should do, definitely do it. You know, like that's like I, I definitely think that a heavenly father in Christ, when he was principled. I mean, he did what he what, what his father told him to do. And he, he stood for that. I know. I mean, he cleared a temple <laughs> when they were using the temple in, in, in its unrighteous ways. He cleared it. He cleared that temple, you know, brandishing that whip. And was it a whip? I'm sure it was. Where it was? Did I say that right? Yeah,
0: it was. It was something like that. Yeah.
1: It was like a. It was something that he used to push people from his father's temple, desecrating that holy place. So I think that, um, I just want to make sure that you know, among all of this, we still, if we feel like we need to do something to change then we got to do it you know and, and and support the causes that we we truly that we believe that will push that change so I, I, that's that's just my aside i just wanted to make sure that i said that because i think it's really important but i wanted to also re- reaffirm what you said and say that we can feel peace we can feel peace and it's possible to change the world to fight injustice and still feel peace yeah. So like, I think that that, that is like, we can, we can do all those and do it with love and compassion at times there there will be anger and rage, but also there will be, and hopefully most of the time will be love and compassion for our fellow men who are suffering and our fellow men who don't understand. And I think that that's important. And I, and I that's what I learned from the story. So yeah. there was, and what was cool, like just to go back to the, the, go back to the word, I did not guess, there was no, there was an assurance, it was no guessing that my father was there, and that my father loved, our father loved all of us, especially during this difficult time, and that was mm-hmm. a really cool experience, as there was, that was the assurance that came to me.
0: Yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah. That's a good, uh, that's probably a good note to put a bow on that.
1: Yeah, let's bow it up.
0: Yeah. Put a little boop. A little bow on there.
1: Yeah, a little little.
0: Yeah, skip dip for that boo.
1: Hey, you're doing some good anyway, scatting. You're doing some thanks, real nice dude. scatting. Yeah.
0: Thanks. I practice regularly.
1: Well, I think you're lying.
0: <laughs> well, I think that's none of your business. <laughs> Why are you guessing at my life? You don't know me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, that that went well. Uh, guess guess was a tricky word initially, and I, yeah. I think that actually funneled into a conversation about uh, ultimately our relationship with God, love, and Trust. It's kind of what Ad, we uh yeah, right?
1: Yeah, we could uh,
0: uh, cover a lot of principles there, but yeah. Anyway, that was uh, that was a good time. what's us uh, do. We have any questions, Lenny?
1: Unfortunately, oh, I think yes, oh. we do. Oh, please take it away, Cody stir
0: Yeah, Lenny. Do we have any questions?
1: Yes, we do.
0: You're wrong. You're an idiot. I'll go ahead and go ahead and play it. Here, Wait, hold on, ahead. hold on.
1: It doesn't matter what you play. <laughs> It doesn't matter! <laughs> uh,
0: we uh, talked about that for a long time.
1: Yeah, little but, throw a little uh, little rock in there.
0: Yeah, I'll throw a little rock. The rock. This.
1: No, throw a little the rock in there.
0: I'll throw a little the rock in here.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, all right. Anyway, let's jump into our question segment. Do it. Uh,
1: White, what were you saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: All right, this is... uh. We gotta be try to see if we can answer this quickly because we're hitting our time limit here. Sure, but, sure, uh, yeah, yeah, let's do it. This is a question uh, my wife asked, inspired by someone's post on Facebook. They they said, "How do you find joy and satisfaction in the monotony of life?" Sometimes.
1: Oh or, snap!
0: Or the the repetition, you know. Yeah. Sometimes we we expect something be this grand experience. Uh, this friend of ours was, uh, mentioning with, with parenting. It's a lot of repetitious hard work. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, anyway, there can be times where you feel like you're doing the same thing every day. Yeah. And you're not, you're not going, you can't see the progress you're making. And so anyway, how do you find joy in the monotonous, uh, times of, uh, which is probably the majority of life, the monotony of yeah. our journey.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Let's hear it, man. Okay. You go ahead.
1: Okay. So.
0: Go, go right ahead.
1: Okay. Yeah. Let, let me go ahead. So. Yeah. I'm
0: gonna let you go right ahead. Go all right. Ahead.
1: Thank you. We don't we have to wrap this up soon, or you're gonna keep going doing that?
0: Oh yeah. Sorry. I thought you weren't gonna you know, have much to say as usual.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I do have a lot to say. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Right. So. So, okay. Yeah. So what? So I, I'm in I'm in coaching right now, life coaching, and I think there is there's a principle of life coaching that I think is really awesome, and that kind of de- defines joy and happiness. Uh, I think to an extent, and that is that uh, progression is it's not it's not the actual destination. That's the that's where we find true happiness it's the it's the progression of getting there is where we actually find happiness so um, i think that when how we quote unquote combat the monotony of life is to make sure that we're tracking what we're doing to improve so because i think it's it's easy for us as we're improving we, like we can't we don't see the results um, of of our improvement, uh, because we don't actually keep a record of it. And I think that actually the joy is is being able to see this, this progression. And I think that the one of the key, the simplest ways to ensure that you are enjoying your progression is by tracking it. So, for example, I think one of the things that I'm working on right now is I have a tracking sheet that I am working on as I develop some new daily habits, just like I, I want. They're really small, monotonous things. I go for a walk every day. I pray every night, every uh, every morning, every night. I read my, I study my scriptures for ten minutes a day. I make sure I check my tracking sheet every day. I make sure that I plan my or look at my planner every day. I make sure that um, I read some motivational. Where my planner is? Yeah, where my planner at? <laughs> and and then I um, I look. I try to uh, read some motivational material every day. So all of these things. Are really really simple things to do and there's not they're not very glamorous you know but what i found for me is that as i track those things that i'm doing every day is that, and and i can you know feel the benefit of it i feel happy about what i'm about what i'm doing and i think that that can be applied to pretty much anything it doesn't you don't have to have like a tracking sheet and i think what happens i think what the simplest thing that we can do is just Tr- like tr- somehow record it maybe in our mind in our prayers with heavenly father or just write it down somewhere just to track the little successes that we see in our life or maybe in in this case in the life of our child that allows us to be able to track the journey and we'll find joy coming from that
0: yeah didn't that uh there's like a quote from president monson or president packer we just oh. we just quoted this like two weeks ago. I feel like.
1: Yeah, you're right. But it was. Ten, uh, I'm talking about goals.
0: Yeah, it's like the one that says, you know, if you, uh, if you're not keeping track, if you're not keeping uh, goals, if you do keep goals, if you do keep track, your progression will increase tenfold mm-hmm. or something like that. Now. Yeah, something like that. Uh, so, so not only does it let you have that time to reflect, like you're saying, you can see. You know, today between yesterday and today you might not see much of anything. But maybe two weeks down the road you look back and you've got this tracking, you can you could see a difference, you know. Yeah. Um, kind of the, the, the bigger view. Yeah, I think uh, I think life is full of monotony and I think I think that's okay. And I think it's okay to not feel um, overly enthusiastic about it all the time. Um we could still be happy without uh feeling a grand sense of accomplishment and uh i i think uh i don't know it it, it is hard to answer this question because contextually it it depends a lot on what the what the what what's going on yeah that's true what yeah. it, what exactly you're trying to to look at but i think uh ultimately the eternal perspective always comes back right Mm-hmm. Um, we we are all trying to get back to Heavenly Father and why is that? because getting back to Him allows us the most opportunity to progress and to uh, grow and expand and, and experience more than ever before mm-hmm. and uh, ultimately that's why I want to get back to Him yeah so No matter how monotonous 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 (laughs) Monotonous life may seem Or tedious or repetitious I think there's uh, There's power in In saying you know what I'm trying to get back to Heavenly Father I'm raising a kid I'm doing the best I can And uh, they know they're loved I know they're loved Um, And I want them to feel that they God will consecrate my efforts, you know, and whatever we're engaged in, if it feels monotonous, you don't feel the, the satisfaction of it. Pray for consecration. I think, pray for God to help make your offering, whatever it is, not just worth it for who you're serving, or uh, not just worth it for God, but worth it for you. I think I I truly believe God can consecrate our performances. For our own welfare. He says that in uh, the Book of Mormon somewhere really good.
1: <laughs> really good.
0: It's it's my favorite scripture. It's it's uh uh it's the ninth verse in Second Nephi of a chapter. I think it's thirty two. Thirty one or thirty two. God will consecrate your performance for your well being, and I think your well being can mean your satisfaction. Your, mm-hmm. your level of happiness, your level of fulfillment you feel with what you're engaged in, um, but we need to ask Him to consecrate that, and maybe that'll help us. Maybe that'll help get more uh, satisfaction, and maybe th- part of that process will be Him saying, "Hey, why don't you take a look at where you were
1: two weeks ago?" Yeah, that's true. Well, I think that um, just a final thought to add on to that. I think that both of our answers had in, had in common was is to be. "Quote unquote accountable to Heavenly Father, and I think that what that means is just just no. talk just talk to him about it, give him an accounting of what happened, and then ask him about what things that you can do the next day. I think that that's really like it's kind of a, a combination. That's how we should be doing anyways. Is just that's that's like this the pattern set in the scriptures is that we we do something, we talk to him about what we're gonna do. We do it, then we account I, I to him of what we did and then how, what we can do in the future to make it better or what we can do next. And I think maybe that will help.
0: Yeah, absolutely, man. All right, so hopefully that's uh, you know of, of value to some yeah. folks out there. Yeah, hopefully. But we should probably wrap this bad boy up here. Let's hmm. wrap it. That was loud. Uh, <laughs> thanks for joining us, everyone, on the In Black and White show today. Um, Appreciate uh, everyone taking the time to listen. Uh, we hope that you write us any questions or uh, thoughts you had in our conversation today about the guests and some of the stuff we touched on. If you have a different opinion or whatever, you have a question you want us to answer next time, please write those in. Uh, you can contact us at our email, in inblackandwhitepodcasts at gmail.com. You can find us at Twitter, on on Facebook, at IBW Podcast. Um, shoot us a message. Any of those platforms will respond, and we'll... We'd love to get into your questions. But uh, at any rate, uh, please rate the show if you haven't yet. Rate it on iTunes or whatever podcatcher you're using. That helps us get more uh, known in the world. But uh, anyway, we appreciate you listening, and uh, God is
1: good. Godspeed, everyone.